It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 69th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress and not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, it is the third installment of our Energy Equation 2019 2.0 version. And I'm really excited because today we're actually going to be talking about movement. Uh, And I am, I'm pretty excited about talking about today. But just in case you haven't caught the first two installments of the Energy Equation series, you might be wondering, what the heck's it all about? Well, I wanted to make sure at the start of this brand new year being 2019 is that we were covering off some key components of areas of your health and wellness that you may or may not already be looking after and to keep it really simple so that there's uh, a few key points to focus on so that you can make sure you're doing them as well as possible versus sometimes there's such a plethora of information out there that it's really, it can be challenging. I was going to say it's really hard, but I don't think it's really hard, but I think it can be challenging and confusing as to where to put your focus to so that you can have the best possible energy in 2019 so you can be moving towards the life and the health that you are designing. So just to recap what the energy equation is, it's an equation that I developed quite a few years ago now and it was the summary of various things that I was teaching and have been teaching for years in my wellness workshops that I run. Uh, and that I used to, and I still do run them live. Uh, and they're really the inspiration of why I, I do a weekly podcast as well, because people are getting so much value out of these particular live events. And I realized that that was obviously geographically limited. Uh, whereas the beauty of podcasts is you can be anywhere in the world listening to them. But I digress a little. What the heck is the energy equation? Well, basically the new version is, because I've updated it, is that great energy, which I consider to also include an optimally functioning nervous system equals fab food times fitness to the power of inspiration and connection. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about fitness because again, I think it's an area that gets a bit confused. And part of the reason why I think people get confused in terms of what fitness actually is, is because of the bombardment that we have on on particularly social media these days in terms of, well, what does fit look like? Uh, and if you if you look at uh, the some of the fitness in, influences, if you like, on on whether it's Instagram or Facebook, is you know there's a certain aesthetic, whether it's male or female, that is, I suppose, the the what's the right word, the holy grail of what people are putting out there is that one should look like, and that that equals fitness. Well. I probably disagree with that. Um, in fact, it's not a probably. I do. Is in essence, is if particularly if it's a female that has a six pack. Most females don't have six packs, and if the influencers are do have six book packs, not books packs, is it's probably because they're that's just genetically how they're designed, or they only maintain that particular look for a period of a very short window of opportunity for that particular photo shoot, and that particular photo shoot gets shared across many many weeks, but. When it comes to fitness, I think that when we've got those sorts of images in front of us, sometimes it can almost be off-putting if you are not in any way, shape or form looking as those individuals do that, well, why would I bother starting or how do I start or how do I get going to really be able to achieve my goals? And so I wanted to cover some of that today. Now, we are going to go into more depth about that in the online BQS four-week online program that will be starting on the 28th of March. So keep your eye out for when uh, 
enrolments actually begin for that. We're limiting it to 50 spots. Um, and as BQS listeners, not only listen to our when we go live with the enrolment, but also there'll be a special code so that you can get um, a special price for, for being a regular listener to BQS is you get a, a special price to come and be, be able to go in more depth uh, when it comes to the key areas of the energy equation. But again, I digress a little. So keep your eye out for that. When it comes to moving, I think there's a couple of key areas uh, when it comes to picking what it is that you, how and when you're going to be moving. Number one is I would absolutely be picking to exercise somewhere where you enjoy going. Now, that might sound a bit wild and crazy and out there, but it's important that you enjoy wherever it is that you're going to train. Now, for me, a lot of you have heard it before, is I train at my local F45 studio in Shell Harbour, and there's many reasons why I love that environment for training. Now, is it for everybody? Absolutely not. But why do I like it is because it has the things in there that I like. It's got a great community of people. The trainers really care. Um, They play loud dance music on cardio days, which is what I like. I quite like dance music. If you listen to my top five, as you will often realize, is that the music that I listen to is usually quite high vibration and high energy. So I enjoy that aspect of it. I enjoy the accountability and I actually enjoy the quickness of the workouts, given they're 45 minutes, but also the effectiveness and the science behind the workouts. So that really floats my boat. It's fun for me. Uh, When I first started going, I don't know if I would call it fun, but I saw the light at the end of the tunnel with it a little bit, I suppose, if, uh, if that makes sense. So number one, pick somewhere that you enjoy going. Now, when you are, now some of you will be well and truly into your fitness and movement uh, journey and you'll be like, yep, tick, that's exactly how it is where I go. Some of you might not have started yet and you're wondering, well, you know, I've tried things before and I've only lasted a week and, you know, how long should I give something a go to really give it a red hot go? And my thoughts around that is you need to give anything at least three to four weeks, unless you've just walked in and you've totally appalled by the particular um, location that you've gone and you really just don't resonate with it, is I'd give it at least three to four weeks. And let me explain why. I cover a little bit in this my, in my new book, Align, that's being launched on the 15th of March. But why I say that long is because in the first week, it whatever exercise you're doing that's new, you're probably going to be a bit sore. I know a couple of years ago, I, I got I got back into Pilates for a period and I was really sore after the first couple of weeks because I was using muscles that I hadn't used in a really long time. Uh, and so I'd say definitely don't give up in that first week when you're feeling soreness. The second week is that some of that soreness is probably going to be subsiding and then it's you battling with your your habits, your old habits of perhaps not getting up and, and going. And then that third week is usually when you start getting a little bit of hope of, oh, I can actually do this and I can start seeing some improvement. So they say that it takes 21 days to create a habit and it takes 90 days to seal the habits. So just put some thought around that when you're actually starting something new. Give yourself a chance to enjoy it because often is that we get so sore in the first week that we're like, oh, I don't possibly want to go back. But make sure you're talking whether that's at a functional studio, whether you're going to yoga or Pilates or you're going to a a, a more traditional gym. Whatever you're doing as far as your movement is concerned is being sure that you're talking to the people that work there if if you're not quite sure what to do is always ask for help because – that's what they're there for is to help you. And quite frankly, if they're not willing to help you, then I would suggest perhaps finding somewhere else to be training and doing your exercises. 
Now, be aware that when you start moving or as you're starting to improve is you might go through some periods of soreness. I've spoken about this in a very early episode about DOMS, which is delayed onset muscle soreness. And the the reality is, is if you're getting muscle soreness afterwards, it's usually an indication that you're making some improvements. It might be that you're lifting heavier weights, you're working a little bit harder. It might have been a new workout that um, that you're moving muscles that you haven't moved before. So be mindful of that. And the other thing is, is being mindful is as you take on different exercises is you might be sore again. Um, I'm actually recording this episode as I'm sitting down in Melbourne. I'm visiting my great mate, Dr. Damien Christoph, and we were, we played golf over the weekend and I knew the courses that we were playing at, we were going to have to walk. So that's walking a golf course is about 10 Ks. Now, whilst I'm fitter than I have been in my entire life at the moment is that I wasn't walking fit. So I started training for that a few weeks ago. And the first time that I went for a, a few Ks walk is my legs were very Saw. I've got a couple of issues with some veins in the backs of my leg that uh, that they get a bit cross when I've walked in the past. So I had to actually work my way up to being able to walk, you know, between three to four Ks initially. And then actually over the weekend, just walked 10 Ks uh, yesterday and my legs did really well, which, you know, some of you might be going, you just walked up to him. Really? That's not that exciting. For me, it was actually really exciting that I could walk a whole golf course and walk off quite comfortably because in the past, uh, that certainly wasn't case. When we played last year, I was in quite a lot of discomfort by the end of that walk because I simply didn't have the fitness in my legs for that period of time. Hope that makes sense. So give yourself a chance to actually work your way up to bigger distances uh, before just throwing yourself in there. But when it comes to our fitness is if you are thinking, yeah, but I don't want to go to a gym and I just want to be able to walk. That's great. Walking's a great start. The real key to all of this is that you're moving on a regular basis. If you uh, want to improve your level of fitness, though, you're going to have to pick up the pace of what you're doing because walking every day, yes, it's excellent, particularly if you're doing that that old, uh, the old uh, 10,000 steps a day. That's wonderful because it means you're moving generally for at least over an hour if you're doing 10,000 steps. Um, now, that's an awesome start, but be mindful is that your cardiovascular fitness levels potentially isn't improving from that. It's sure as heck better than being sedentary, but it's not necessarily getting your heart rate up by walking at a steady state for an hour and a half. So that might be something to consider. But as I said, we're going to go into way more depth in that in our online program when we can dive a bit deeper into how uh, how to actually be able to set up your movement habits so that you can get the best out of your body and actually be getting younger as you're getting older rather than feeling like you're having to be careful with what it is that you're doing. But your action step this week, BQS listeners, you know I like a good action step, is to just check in with how are you moving? How long has it been since you've increased your activity level or pushed your heart rate to um, you know, between 70 and 80%? of its maximum heart rate. Some of you might be like, I don't know what you're talking about, Dr. M, but that's probably why you need to jump onto the online program. So just check in with how you're going with your exercise. Are you starting that gym program again tomorrow that you've been starting again tomorrow for quite a while? Uh, do you have a gym membership like I used to have, which was I was very proud that I had a key fob for my local gym, but I never actually used it. Doesn't count if it's just on your key ring, by the way. I used to fool myself into that quite regularly. I was just paying into their, their funds. But uh, just check in with how those uh, fitness 
habits are going and making sure that you're moving on a regular basis. But before we finish off for today, BQS listeners, finish off with my top five. Song of this week was Glorious by Macklemore. I was actually listening to it as I was writing my notes for for this week and, and it's just a song. I find it very uplifting. Book, I'm still working on that, How to Become Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Uh, de-stress this week was I got into not only the water and the beautiful ocean but I also got back into the infrared sauna after having a week off and I found that really very de-stressing which and decompressing, which was fabulous. My quote of this week, and I think it is really key, uh, it's by the famous author Anon, um, but when it comes to our movement, I think it's a good one, which is you are what you do, not what you say you'll do. And that comes back to perhaps having that gym membership that you don't actually utilize. And the thought of this week is, are you aging before your time and and perhaps letting it hold you back from whether that's going a bit harder at the gym within reason, of course, uh, whether it's trying something new and thinking, oh, I'm perhaps too old for that or too young for that, is your age actually holding you back from what it is that you want to be doing. But that's it for this week, BQS listeners. I hope you have an awesome week and I will catch you next time. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.